Bro, let's get it. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us again this week. Here today with Jossel. How you doing, man? Man, just living, man. Feeling good, man. How you doing, man? Man, Thank you so much I'm good. Yeah, you, glad to have you I on, man. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what's up, man? Uh, you said you're doing good tonight. Um, to start, where are you from? So, man, I'm born and raised in L.A., man. So uh, I was born in Mission Hills, and then we moved to uh, Northwest Long Beach, just right by Poly High. And, uh, man, I've been out there all my life, man. Jumped around, like, you know, I spent some time in San Diego and uh, some time, like, in Bakersfield. Don't ever go to Bakersfield. Mm. That's the armpit of California, for <laughs> real, man. Um, but uh, no disrespectful to y'all, you know, Bakersfieldians <laughs> out there. But, um, um, but yeah, um, but yeah. so born and raised in, in, in L.A., man. And uh, I've been out here, well, I've been out here on the island for maybe eight, nine years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what you were out there playing ball for a bit? Yeah, yeah. So I played a little ball. Um, I played I played at San Diego State mm. for about a year, and uh, then I uh, hurt my shoulder. Yeah. Um, was out for a year, jumped back in, and at a junior college, Southwestern, and uh, it just wasn't the same, man. Yeah. Like I felt like after that injury, you know, the hesitation kicked oh, in. Yeah, you feel definitely. Me? So, so uh, we're out in Hawaii right now. Um, what brought you out here, man? And when? So my baby mama's from here. Yeah. And uh, so let's see. I've been out here, what, since 2014. Yeah. Man. So we met in San Diego, and it was pretty much either she moved over there, or I moved over here. Yeah. And you know, it was a no-brainer. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, you know, my family comes from Jamaica. So, you know, the island background is kind of there, so I kind of loved it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is what brings me peace, hands down. What do you mean by that? I mean, I mean, the place is just like, I love it because, you know, if you're a grounded individual, you know, you, you'll connect with nature, you know what I mean? So mm. me, I'll be out there on the hikes barefoot, you know what I'm saying, connecting, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and uh I be getting in the water. You know, black people don't really get in the water too much, man. But I, I be in that bitch, man. So I love it. It brings me peace. I don't know if it's the Pisces in me or what, but mm. it brings me peace, man, just being here. There's, there's no place like it. But it's not for everybody. You know what yeah. I mean? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I've only been to L.A. Well, LAX. Yeah. <laughs> Flying through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what? There's not much. There's obviously in L.A., but like. Did you get out to nature out there much, or is it really more developed out here? So, you know, I, we moved from Long Beach when I was about 10. Yeah. And then we, uh, we moved to this city called Palmdale. Mm. I don't know if you ever heard of, you know, Afro Man. Mm -hmm. No, you know, uh, because I got high. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he grew, he's from there. So we grew up out there, and it's a desert. So all around our neighborhood, it was just desert. Yeah. And so I grew up just... Yeah, we, we was in we was in the desert. All the homies, we was just running out in the desert, you know what I mean? <laughs> Catching snakes, yeah. you know what I mean? Playing with scorpions, building forts and all that shit. So, yeah, man, um, that's where the outdoors, you know, thing kind of, that's where I gravitated to. Because yeah. right when I was younger, just, you know, uh, doing all that, I mean, this is this is a big playground to me, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I love it, man. Um, I spent some time out in 29 Palms. 
uh, okay, in yeah. the desert out there. Yeah. That was the first time I'd ever seen the desert. That is gorgeous. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. never seen anything like that before. Yeah, it's different, right? Yeah, it's yeah, so different. Yeah, it's so yeah, weird. Yeah. Um, are there like, are there some people, uh, people in mountainous areas might be, are there like mountains or hills out there, like in Palmdale? Nah, so it's a valley. Yeah. yeah so it's like all flat, man. And, uh, it's, it's, it's nothing out there. I mean, pretty much L.A. like dumps all the like two strikers and Section 8 out there. So yeah. you get a lot of it's L.A. County, but it's like north, north L.A. County. You know what I mean? In the middle of nowhere. So mm. um, I don't know why they call it Antelope Valley. I guess there's, I ain't seen no antelope. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but for the most part, yeah, it's just a valley. It's flat. Um, you got to drive like maybe an hour to get to the mountains. Yeah. yeah, yeah. OK, word. All right. So. uh can you let us know a little bit about what projects um, you run some businesses? Can you let us know yeah, about what you're so, doing? So, I mean, so I've been kind of on this, like, self-employed journey for the past, you know, two years now. Hell you know what yeah. I mean? And, like, it's, it's been tough, man. But, like, I wanted to do it because I felt like, for me, the nine to five just wasn't... I, I don't know. I wasn't resonating to it. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. just wasn't for me. I always felt like I had ideas. I always felt like I excelled in, you know, jobs that I worked at. Because, I, you know, I, I had a lot of sales jobs. So I get hmm. top salesmen a lot and do this. But I feel like you're always going to be capped. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's yeah. a ceiling right there. So, like, I felt like, you know, I had to stretch my legs, you know, stretch my wings or something. Hmm. I always had that creative side. So um, I started a dispatching business. So, hmm. um, I mean, it, the trucking industry is definitely booming, man. Like it's, and that's probably one of the more lucrative ways to make money. Yeah. But I, I was already doing sales. So I figured, okay, if I know sales, why not, you know, go directly to, you know, the client, the customer cut out the middleman, you know what hmm. I mean? So I started a company, you know, wrote myself sales pitches and I called trucking companies I got like a list of trucking companies that you can, it's all public information and you can call these people. So it's just a cold call. And I just mm -hmm. ask them, Hey, can I, do you need help dispatching your loads? You know what I mean? Cause these trucking companies, they, they have a load board where they uh, dispatch all these trucks. Um, and uh, all these companies are looking for this load and they bid huh. for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you talked, you call brokers to bid on the load. So that's how I got into it was, using my sales skills, you know what I mean? So I, I use those sales, to, those sales skills to negotiate, you know what I mean? And, uh -huh. and to bid on those. And for the most part, like I just, yeah, once I jumped into it, man, I just, it got easier and easier and easier. And then once you start getting good at it, you know, you start getting the residual of it, you know what I mean? Where you don't have to do too much, you know what I mean? You just book a contract with a company or the government or whatever, and then boom, huh. get those loads every single month. Yeah. Interesting. You, what do you What do you mean? You said uh, you said you were going through brokers for it. Yeah, I, I only so, do brokers in terms of like. like yeah. Talk. So okay. So to break it down, um, I would be a dispatcher who would call a broker who's a company that has a load that needs to be shipped somewhere in America, and on the load board, this load say let's say it's a load going from South Carolina to New York. Hmm. You know what I mean it would have an amount, right? A dollar per mile, right? Yeah. And you call these brokers to negotiate the loads. Truck drivers do it all the time. They could do it. But in a sense, it's kind of easy for um, 
them to have some, to pay somebody else to do it. You know what I mean? So you get a percentage of that load yeah. for doing the work of dispatching. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely, um, I don't know, it just clicked to me. You know yeah. what I mean? So I, I um, once I started, I just started cold calling and, and getting a lot of no's and, and people hanging up and stuff like that. Yeah. But after a while, like I got good at it. And I was, all my clients were in North Carolina and uh, North Carolina, Georgia, like New York. Yeah. So I was running on their time. So out here in Hawaii, that's oh. a six hour difference. Yeah. So, but I'd be up like uh, two, three o'clock in the morning um, and I would go out to my car so I wouldn't wake people up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'd just open my laptop and start making phone calls. Man, and it's 8 a.m. Yeah. over catch there. Them, yeah, catch them yeah. in the morning. People would come, like the neighbors, a couple of neighbors would just be like, they would walk by. And they would see this, you know, like, they're probably like, what is this? What is this nigga doing, like, at 3 a.m. with a laptop in his truck? You know what Dang. I mean? So they, they would look at me weird, man. But for the most part, like, uh, nah, man, it was it was, it was was fun. It was fun to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I felt like I just was, if I, I really wanted something that bad and I was willing to do whatever it took. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Huh. Okay, so then, like. You said if you really wanted it that bad. So, yeah. like, why'd you want it that bad? I mean, because I knew once I left my job, like, once I left, you know, corporate America in a yeah. sense that, like, I would have to do, I mean, you're going to have to do things that you don't want to do. And I don't advise anybody to do it because it's hard. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yo, I was drowning at first, you know what I mean? Because it's just, like, I couldn't really... First of all, you know, when you work for, you know, these jobs for so long, you kind of develop that mindset, that nine to five mindset. Yeah. And I'll tell you one thing. The first thing that kind of messed me up was um, not realizing, you know, when you go to work, you you go to work because if you don't go to work, you're going to get fired. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. But when you have your own business, it's different. Yeah. You kind of get away with more. So you kind of will get lazy or if you have a good month, you'll you'll be lazy the second month and then. Then you'll feel the effects of it when the bills is due. So, yeah, yeah that kind of was a struggle at first, too. You know what I mean? But for the mm. most part, like, I just, I did not want to go back to uh, doing a nine to five because yeah. I felt like I lost, that's where I lost my freedom. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hmm. Hell yeah, man. So when, when would you say, like, this started, this pursuit of that freedom? Yeah, it's something I always had, man. Like, when we were young... Like, growing up in L.A., we used to have all these little cliques, and, and you know what I mean? And, like, these little groups, you know, or these little gangs. And, and like, uh, we used to uh, – we used to uh, – so I'll tell you a story. We, we had this little phase. You know the rock star phase when everybody was wearing, like, uh, uh, like uh, stripes, famous in stripes shirts and all that? Oh, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. That whole, there was a whole phase, man, when I was growing up. And, uh, like, so we, we had this little crew called the Certified Rock Stars. And we used to be like, uh, we used to work under this realtor and he was kind of a rich dude. He knew a lot of rich people. Huh. And so, I mean, we were like, what, 15? So he kind of got exposed to like dudes pulling up in Lambos and seeing these big mansions, mansions and all Damn. this. And, and, and like kind of seeing all that and like kind of getting influenced by it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've always had that like young, I would say, just being motivated by, you know, being bigger you know what i mean going bigger you know yeah. what i'm saying like just completely you know uh uh letting your creative side flow you know what i mean yeah. so i always i was always 
big on that since I was like five, you know what yeah. I mean? So I just knew that, you know, I don't, I don't know if I wanted to just do the normal thing. I wanted to do mm-hmm. some things that's just uh, create my own path. You know what I mean? Yeah. Huh. You said, you said something in there that made me think of a question. You said you got to let your creative side, like yeah. you got to let it go. Um, not, not let it go as in like drop it, let it go as in like, let it be free, you know? Um, so how does like creativity run with running a business? You know, I feel like a lot of people might think you're running a business. All right. You are a corporate businessman, you know, like yeah. how does creativity play into there? So, I mean, branding, you know what I'm saying? Mm, that, yeah. That's, that's huge right there. Like coming up with a, a, a good brand that, you know, and kind of like, it gets deep, man. Maybe even doing some research on psychology, you know what I mean? Cause that's what marketing and, and branding is. It's all, a, a lot of it is psychology. Yeah. A lot of it is just how it captures the eye. You know what I mean? Like Apple, you know what yeah. I mean? Like their logo is very like sleek and sexy uh-huh. and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, but it's, it's so important to have that. And, and I feel like you know, when I started, I, I had to come up with the logo. You know, I had to come up with the website. I had to come up with the, the name. You know what I mean? And um, so my business is Loyalty One Dispatch. It was just something that I was just like, you know, let me just, I, I believe that if I do, if I'm a man of integrity, you know what I mean? And I'm honest with people. Like, it's very easy for me to talk to people because I'll just be honest. You know what I mean? And I'm not I try not to be confrontational, you know what mm, I'm saying? Yeah. But for the most part, like, I'm a very good people person, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it works for me. But, yeah, a lot of it comes in, you know, again, website design, how it yeah. looks, you know what I mean? What's your first page going to look like? Uh, your, your, what, is your, what is your pricing, you know what I'm saying? And what can you do? So having all that be very attractive is important, man, and it's all creativity because you're coming up with that, you know what I mean? You could take huh. advice from other people who are doing it, but I feel like what I try to do is just, you know, I'm, I'm a consumer, I'm a customer. Mm. So I try to relate, what do I like? You know what I mean? I do what the do exact I like? same you know thing with saying? like these videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. I'm a consumer too. Yeah. Everybody is. Everybody is, man. So yeah, I, I feel like it's just, yeah, it's important, man. Like marketing and branding is, is everything. I feel like if you're gonna start any business, like you have to understand that, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. that's gonna get, that's going to get the cash flow. You know what I mean? I think cash flow is, is key when it comes to business. How can you make money from it? Like, you know, and then how can you figure out to, to have it make money for you? You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Damn. Hmm. Okay. So there's a whole lot of visual things that matter. Like you were just talking yeah, about yeah. where creativity is like, you got, you got to be able to think creatively outside the Absolutely, box for that. Yeah. So can you go into a bit of like, when you said it, you wouldn't suggest anybody, any go into that market of, of, uh, being your own boss and yeah, yeah. run your own company. Why? Like, what's the, what's that all about? So like, just what, being your own boss, like, uh, just, uh everything jumping into like running your own business. It's, you're not employed. You are your own it's, employer. It's scary as shit, man. It, it's like, it's, it's scary, man, at first, man. Um, but you, the first thing to do is just do it. You know what I mean? Like, huh. I, watched, I, watched this, I watched this documentary. I think it's on HBO. It's called Spielberg. 
And actually, it talks about, um, you got to watch it, man, by the way. It's good. It's deep, man. It's deep. It's like Steven Spielberg himself, you know what I mean? Like, and how he how he started and shit like it is crazy but there's a scene where he says like they're trying to so they're trying to figure out um how to get these shots from the movie's jaws right yeah and shit was just fucking up like yeah you know the the big ass mechanical shark broke or something like that and all this was happening and finally like they were just winging it and he said something i forgot the quote man but he said something that stuck like basically just referring to like you're not gonna have everything figured out. Like you're not gonna know all the answers, mm. but you just take action, just execute. And yeah, that's the beauty of it, right? That's raw creativity right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Oh, that I feel like that is such an important, like you gotta be able to jump without oh, having 100%. all the answers, without being prepared. Yeah, 100%. You know? So to kind of tie it back in, it's, it's like, um, you know, it's scary at first, but then you learn. Like, so then I learned to, okay, I need, I need to start doing, you know, my own accounting and, and like yep. having my money organized. Mm-hmm. So I just went with uh, QuickBooks, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's, it does everything for you and just pay your monthly fee and that's it. But once you have that and you have the marketing um, and you put in the work, make the phone calls. I remember yeah. when, I, uh, when I first started, I had a, a goal of just calling a thousand people. I remember I said, I'm gonna call a thousand people so I wouldn't get discouraged, right? With like maybe a, a hundred no's or whatever. I was yeah. just like, I'm gonna call a thousand people and that will be my, okay, I need to rethink this now. Yeah, That's what I told myself. I think I might've called like 13 people and, and that was it on the, on the 14th person, like that was it, closed. And then I realized like, okay, like this, this can be done. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But you do that at first because it's going to be hard, man. Like, you got to yeah. – I just said it so high. I was just like, I'm willing to do this. I want to do, you know, a 1,000 phone calls and, until somebody says yes. Yep. You know what I mean? And change the script up every now and then or whatnot. But, yeah, man, it's scary. But, yeah, when, you, when you're running your, running your own business, you're – in the beginning, unless you have people that are working with you, you'll be doing the accounting. You'll be doing the – you know what I mean? All the – all your taxes and, and – <sighs> The website, the marketing, yeah. the branding, everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. That's a oof. Yeah. I just I just recently um started my first LLC. I was trying to start a company, which I've actually I because I, I was trying to do that. I was I was like, yeah. all right, I need to go, you know, because inaction is like, you know. So I was like, I need to yeah. go. So I started LLC. I was gonna do a car like rental company which is just i was just gonna get a car and then i was gonna rent it out in turo after more research i i sort of it's kind of like the market out here was way oversaturated in the past couple of years saturated um so i'm definitely i'm definitely thinking that's not the best idea anymore yeah i know a couple of homies who like went under like bought like three cars yeah you know what i mean because it was tempting but then i was like maybe that's not maybe maybe it's not anymore what it's cracked to be what it was three, four, five years ago yeah. out here. Um, but that's, that's, I don't know, that's a big, like, definitely one of my biggest hurdles right now is figuring out cash flow and then figuring out the steps of, all right, so I do art, I make art, uh, so now how are we going to make it profitable? Yeah. How, how am I going to have a cash flow coming in to where yeah. I can do this without every single day, five days a week, six days a week, seven days a week, doing 
spending over half the day making money doing something else just so I can yeah. hang on and have yeah. just a little bit of energy left for it, yeah, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, it's real, man. It's definitely real. But, yeah, cash flow is important because a lot of – it's easy to start a business. It's mm-hmm. easy, you know, to uh, uh, even get the licensing, get an LLC, yep. and do this. But, um, you know, you want it to – have some kind of cash flow, even if it's like a hundred bucks a month, you know yeah. what I mean? It, it's profitable. You know yeah. what I mean? Like start somewhere. Some people have businesses and, um, you know, they're, they're just, there's no cash flow with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, cash flow is important, man. Grant Cardone wasn't playing when he, when he was talking about that, like cash is king and all that. Just mm. having the money come in is, 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 is what's going to motivate you. You know, that's yeah. when the door opens, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what would you say, like, with everything you've done and everything you're doing, what's been the biggest, like, hurdle in the road so far for you? Um, the biggest hurdle, I would say, is, is um, you know, just knowing, like, 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 referring back to that, you know, just if designate this time you know what I mean? To working. Like hmm. if you're sh- like, have, give yourself a schedule. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause my, my, my hardship was like balancing it. You know what I mean? I remember I'd be like, you know, you know, at Disneyland with my daughter, you know, and yeah. wifey and like, and like feeling like, uh, like getting all these calls and shit and feeling like stressed out, yeah. like having to deal with this stuff. But it's, it's again, like, I like I rather I rather do that and struggle than retire from a job. Honestly, I said it, man. Like, you know what I mean? Not to knock anybody who's working, you know, at mm-hmm. all like, but it's just it just wasn't for me personally, yeah. you know what I mean? And people make big money doing it. You know, there's there's there you know what I mean? There's regional managers making 200, 300,000. Yeah. That's that's uh-huh. nice, you know what I mean? But for me, like, I kind of feel like, nah, like, I, I, I have to retire myself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, I, I sort of grew up with, like, real similar, like, yeah. I don't want to be stuck being somebody's, like, bitch in the office, you know? Yeah, yeah. But then, like, then I sort of, like, w- would think about it and I'd be like, okay, well, I can say that. But now, like, if I, like, I'm in the military right now. It's paying for a lot of my shit, you know? That's, yeah. that's, that's where my money's coming from. Yeah. I, I, if I were to get right out, out right now, I would be, um, I would, I would have to just get a job and then I would still be doing this, bringing in just a tiny little bit of cash flow. And yeah. then people who, like, say, people who it is okay for them, you know, where yeah. maybe their, their focus and enjoyment in life doesn't yeah. come out of that, yeah. where it may, other stuff, and then they're making, Four, five, six, six times what I'm making, you know, and they're yeah. able to go home and they're able to be with people they love and shit. Yeah. But like, it's kind of like a curse, a gift and a curse, you know, <laughs> having the, yeah. having the Big uh, facts, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, That's man. crazy, man. Mm. So, um, so right now, what are you up to? Like, what's your biggest, like, what's your biggest focus in life right now? Um, so, I mean, so I, I do that. I mean, I, I came from, you know, a videography, like we were talking yeah. to before. That's. That's, I I feel like it kind of, I kind of feel like that is, you know, the hobby that I have for creativity to create, you know what I mean? So I do that on the side as much as possible. Um, Music videos, weddings, or, you know, just advertising, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, I love it. Even just 
you know, getting a camera and going out and going on a hike and putting together like a, a oh, reel, yeah. you know, it's just mm -hmm. a beautiful place to be, you know what I mean? So I do that, um, but I feel like um, I have three hobbies and, you know, people talk about this, having one hobby that makes you money, one hobby that keeps you creative and one hobby that keeps you in shape. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much what I, you know, that's where I kind of balance my life right yeah. now. It's like I do cre a lot of creativity. Um, I do a lot of fitness, you know what I mean? So I do boxing just to kind of stay in shape and stuff Hell like that. Yeah. Um, and, and then I do, you know, my businesses or, or whatnot to to make the cash flow. So I just, I, f I, I believe in it. Having those three hobbies is kind of just key in life. And I feel like that's how I'm gonna keep it and just kind of level up in all three, you know what I mean? Mm, hell yeah. Yeah, man. So, um, where would you say, like, right now in life, are you trying to get to? You know, as in next steps, or even like, I would say if I can get, hmm. um, if I can get. Um, one of my businesses by itself to six figures. That's that's my goal right now. Um, Oof, yeah, man. Hell yeah, yeah. that that's it. Like if I can do that, I'll I won't I'll know. Okay, now all I got to do is you know ten exit. Yeah, you know what I mean and to get that you know, you know that hundred k a month or oh, whatnot. Yeah. You know what I mean. So that's my goal right now. If I can get if I can if I can create multiple businesses making $100,000, you know what I mean, that are lucrative with not too much, you know, time consumption, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, then I'll be happy, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, I get that. Um, so, when you reach that point, you know, because it's coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, just meeting you today, yeah, it's yeah. coming, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, once you reach there, what's gonna change? I think now, you know, uh, I think more influential, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like uh, you can, more people can see it. I mean, another story to tell, you know what I'm saying? Like, as in, like, you know, I went through it and I'm going through it, you know, yeah. to be honest, you know what I mean? Like, and I feel like that's important. So I think even this big misconception with money, like, People say, you know, it could be the root of all evil and all that, yeah. but I think it just makes you, you know, 10 times the person you are, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. it just, so if you're a bad person, yeah, you're gonna be a, a real fucked up person, you know what I mean, <laughs> with, with, yeah. with money. Now you can do shit with money, you can hire people with money, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, so uh, I feel like, um, yeah, like me as a person with, with more money, um, that's just a person who's, giving more away you know what i mean and yeah. giving back and influencing yeah. and like you know what i mean showing people and helping people that's what i'm all about man mm. i think that's it's it's really what life is all about yeah. you know what i mean it's really all about spreading love that's it man you know what i mean just mm. giving back because man like you know look at what's going on in the world you know what i'm saying like yeah there's a lot of shit out there that's like negative and hateful and and you know, natural disasters is killing people. Yeah, yeah, bro. I mean, the only thing we can do is love, right? Yeah, for real. So, mm, okay. So, um, do you think that like that's a big part of your life is sort of that 
charitability and that communal love. Yeah. Communal love might sound like a weird word, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like love for the community and people, you know? Yeah. Like where did it come from or? Or is that like a big part of your life? Is that a big part of who you are? Yeah. Big time. Like, um, yeah. Like if I, I, I feel like I don't have a problem with like, you know, helping people out. Like, you mm. know what I mean? I Usually sometimes, you know, I think the problem is, is you, I might get tired you know, helping people, giving handouts and people maybe not, you know, taking advantage of it or something oh, like yeah, that. But yeah. like, for the most part, I feel like that's just the type of person I am. I'm always gonna, you know, I love to help people out. Um, if I can, you know, if I can give something to somebody and make them cry, you know what I mean? Tears, mm. of, tears of joy, that's that's gonna make me feel better. You know what yeah. I mean? And with my own family, that's what, you know, I'm really big on, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, if I can give back and I can be a better person for my family, if I can, you know, you know, take care of my entire family, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And if I can take care of, you know, people in less in need, you know, I still got family. Uh, my family's from Jamaica. So on my mom's side, and there's a lot of people out there, you know, they live in the bush, you know, and it's like poor and, and, you know, you just don't, for me, I just, I was born to be a type of person to not want to see anybody in my family struggle. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and I kind of feel like it's my responsibility, you know what I mean? To kind of do that. So it, it, yeah, it's just something that I always had, man. Like, you know what I mean? Just wanting to help people out, man. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, totally. I get that. Um, along that like same vein, what would you say is like, motto isn't right word but like when you go through life what are sort of some of the core like principles and tenets and like things that drive you i think man that's a good question that's a deep question Mm. um i think regret you know what i mean like uh the pain Mm. of regret is i don't know I, i feel like for me i feel like I don't want to make it to the end of my life and regret shit like oh why I didn't do this and why I didn't do that like yeah. I feel like you know we should learn you know how people you know do interviews with old people who are on their deathbed yeah. and they ask them questions yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I mean they ask them about um you know what are some things that you would change or do you have any regrets or yeah what would you, you have done differently what, yeah exactly and they all talk about yeah they're the regret that they had, that, you know that, what I mean? Yep. And, and you don't want to, I don't want to be like that. You know what I mean? When, when it's my time to go. So I feel like that's what really drives me to want to mm. be bigger. You know what I mean? To do better. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, that's key right there. So, and, and I feel like we all struggle too with, uh, I think discipline is like, you know, the other side of that pain. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they say, you know, you're gonna feel some type of pain. It's either the pain of discipline or the pain of regret, right? And the way I look at it is right like- Right there, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way I look at it is like, might as well just have that discipline pain, you know, cause you get a reward from it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, it, it's definitely that, just the fear of uh, of regret, man. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So if, uh, if you had to peer like um, 60 years in the future- Okay. You know, God willing. God willing, you live that Damn, long, you know. Man. Live a long, I know, happy home, life. man. That's a long ass time, man. <laughs> I think I'll be cool with eighty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, picture yourself at eighty. Mm-hmm. You're on your deathbed. 
Okay. Somebody somebody comes in, they got a microphone and everything, you know, they're on TikTok, they're doing a little they're doing little dances. Okay. And they ask you the question, they say, What do you regret or what do you wish you would have done differently? Is there when you think about that, about like you don't want to have regrets, is there yeah. anything that comes to mind where you're like, I don't want to answer that or you think you might answer that if you like you don't like have that discipline? Yeah, I think if I the like if I had to go back, I would say it's that um it's it's me having an idea, right? Mm. And not taking action on it. You know what I mean? Like so I feel like yeah. I had I miss a lot of opportunities, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like and that's the crazy thing about it too because like the gap between you know the idea, you know what I mean, or the thought you know, and the action has to be small because that thought, that idea carries, you know, you know, thoughts have en- it's energy, you know what I mean? That has power. And the longer you wait, I feel like it dilutes it. You know what mm. I mean? It dilutes that, that idea, that thought, you know yeah. what I mean? Until, and then not only that, the longer you wait, the more, you know, we got these voices in our heads, you know, yeah. we got the, the, the man voice and the bitch voice, right? And the bitch voice <laughs> will start saying like, Nah, don't do it. What yeah. you doing? Don't do that. Yep. You're stupid. Nah, just stick to what you're doing. Da, da, da. Don't look like a fool. And, and it's like, it's crazy, man, because I feel like uh, mm. that was my biggest problem is just not taking action and executing like right away. And, yeah. and then I started doing it, you know what I mean? And, and it started to work. So man. now I know like it's key, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good feeling. The, and like those like first moments or first times of something yeah. where you do take that jump, man, I never forget those. And, and like you feel it work out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, those are life-changing moments. It's like it's like they put, you know, you know, they put stuff on the other side of fear. God puts, yeah. you know, uh-huh. everything on the other side of fear, man. Like we was talking, you know, off camera, like remember, it's just like, I was talking about how fear is so important to me because yeah. like, like I remember like a few years, like I think like 2017, I started having like, like anxiety attacks or yeah. something, you know what I mean? And I felt like I fell into this like, this psychological de- depression or something. Yeah. And it felt weird, right? But, and I was like, how do I get out of this funk? You know, cause I was, anxiety is like something that I, you know, I have, but it's like, yeah. it only comes and goes every now and then, you know what I'm saying? So how I would do it as I started every single year, on my birthday, I just started doing something that scares me. Hmm. So interesting. The first one was skydiving. Yeah. And then public speaking. I did, I went to a slam poetry night, and it was like 150 people, and I just Damn. wrote a poem and just stood up and 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 then the third one was swimming with sharks. Shit. <laughs> and like and like what it did every single year is just like yeah, it just once I faced that fear, it made me like be more comfortable with it. And that's how I handled it. So now, like, it's kind of crazy because now when I feel anxious, I can immediately face it. You know what I mean? And mm. it just dissolves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it lost that power. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. It's like, it's like, what do they say? Um, courage isn't like um, having the strength. I'm I'm gonna fuck this quote up. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be all deep there and everything. Nah, it's all deep. It's something about like like uh, courage isn't isn't like 
Uh, acting when you're it's not about basically what matters is what you do when you have that fear and you don't feel that strength not what you do when you have the strength there you go Um, nah I I got one of my first tattoos I got on my arm is uh, courage is not defined as having no fear at all but rather as a conquest of it Mm -hmm. I don't know that's something just so like Mm -hmm. like you said like it's just it's okay to be afraid, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But like to face it, yeah. that's where the courage is. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of 10, it Man. got nothing to be afraid of. You know what I mean? Yep, that yeah. fear is an opportunity, you know? Yeah, Cause, yeah. oh man, if, if it's, uh, yeah. Cause once, once that gap is there, then the more, and the more fear there is, that means like when you are able to cross that, that means the more, the more success and growth and satisfaction, yeah. fulfillment you're gonna feel. Most people don't cross it though, right? Like yeah. most people, they live it like they live and they're controlled by fear, yeah. man. What do you feel like are your gaps and barriers of like in fears right now? Where you're cause cause it's never they never just disappear. So yeah. what do you feel like is that for you right now? So like you get used to it, you get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, and, and so like, yeah, it's always going to be like when I, when I jumped in the water with sharks, like I just kind of like was doing stupid shit, like swimming towards them, you know what I mean? And like, but just kind of just like, just showing myself like, mm. it's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and like, so now like, I don't have that fear of like sharks anymore because yeah. there's a big misconception about sharks. They're not really like, you know, man eaters yeah you know what i'm saying they're they're not even like that they're just kind of like wild dogs you know what i mean like water dogs and they just out there just doing their thing we're in their world and they're just curious most of the time even the instructor she was out there like sharks would come up like and you know she would kind of just kick them away with their fins Mm -hmm. and it's just like they be people be swimming with great white sharks you know what i mean and it was really Jaws, man. That's what yep, fucked yeah, us up, uh-huh, man, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. That's what fucked us the up. The shark but, paranoia but and fear. now I just have, like, less, it, it has less control over me. Yeah. So it's really just kind of just like, it's always going to be there, but it loses its power. You know what I'm saying? And mm. that's the key. Now you're just mm. kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not that scary anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? You, and you can tie it to pretty much anything in life. You can tie it with talking to women or the opposite sex what you know what yeah. i mean and, and like you could tie it to business you can tie it to sports you can tie it to getting a fight with somebody you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like just that you get in enough fights you're not you're gonna get more comfortable with yourself you know what i mean so yeah so do you have or can you think of or like a memory of the biggest like moments when you've jumped in life you know would it be like the sharks is other stuff nah because that's not really like i think um i think so the sharks and the skydiving and all that and the public speaking that's not really like it's it's not life-changing it was just a fear that was holding me back and if you check that box it makes you it makes you sleep at night, you know. What yeah. I, mean? I, I try not to like let things like have control over me, so you know I'll face it. But um, I think it's just you know the first time that I jumped, you know, was like when um, we used to, I used to do a lot of uh, like promoting. So um, yeah. this was out back in Cali, and like so we used to I used to work at this club, and um, 
I noticed that they had this whole venue, a whole club, you could probably hit fit like three, 400 people. Mm. And they used to do a lot of uh, uh, events, but they says people stopped coming. And I just had an idea to just promote for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I remember like, mm-hmm the scariest part was going up to talk to my boss about it. Like, hey man, I wanna, I got this idea, you know what I mean? I wanna, I wanna try to promote and, and, and do an event. I can feel, I can feel the venue, I know I could. And um, I said those words to him, like sitting down and we, 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 we talked, I said those words and he looked me dead in my face and was like, um, he was like, Jason, I don't think you can fill a venue. Um, how about you, you know, how about you do this? Or how about you do that? Let's start with this. And let's start with that. I don't think you could do it. He said that. And I remember I was just like, dang, you know what I mean? But I was so, I believed in the idea yeah. so much. Like uh-huh. I seen it working, like I seen it working. And I was just like, I cannot waste it. So his cousin was actually the one who ran the club events. Mm-hmm. So I just talked to him and um, he let me do it. I broke him off of bread. It was at capacity at like, like not even, it was like 11 or like 10, 40 or something. It was that capacity. It's just because I had the whole strategy down. That was the biggest like jump for me because I knew that you can go up against somebody who's been in the industry, who's telling you to your face that you can't do something. And you, when you know you can do it, do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So once I did it, once I said, hey, I, and I was respectful about it. I was like, you know, okay, cool. And, you know. I knew that I could still talk to the cousin. You know, he was the one who actually ran it. He was the big boss who ran the hotel, yeah. a hotel and, uh-huh. and, a, and a restaurant. But once I knew um, it was profitable for him and that the idea was fail proof, then yeah, I, I went with it. And that was the biggest jump from that point on. Yeah, now like it's easier for me to do that, you know, to start yeah. businesses and stuff. Hmm. So would you say that's, the biggest like theme you've learned in life is that being able to jump over those gaps yeah is to definitely like again like everybody has their own vision everybody has their own perception you know what I mean and nobody has access to that so if you have an idea you know what I mean and you want to do something do it because there's gonna be people even in that industry that are maybe they're even fairly successful or very successful, I I don't know, who are gonna try to tell you you can't do something based off of their experience. But again, they don't know you. They don't have access to that idea Hmm. that's, and everybody's unique. So yeah, that was my biggest uh, uh, thing that I learned definitely was uh, even people Everybody, because you know it's going to be your parents, it's going to be your significant other. Doesn't matter who it is. If you truly believe it and you can't shake it, it's there for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's there for a reason. Yeah. Huh. So what would you say to, like, somebody who, uh, like, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people who have a similar mindset, a lot of artists, a lot of creators, yeah, yeah, they yeah. go through that where like 100, yeah. they have that plant, that seed in them, but in like other people around them may not be able to see it, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And like, because the odds just are not in like their favor, you know? Yeah. Like not in my favor, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. What would you say to someone who's got that seed, you know? I would say like, 
it's yeah i mean it's it's definitely not gonna be easy right like yeah and and to just yeah do it man the world like there's eight billion people on this earth so you are going to like every single person has their own fan base like because mm. they're if, yeah. especially if they're being themselves mm. so that's the thing about you know you know like especially in music you know what i mean like if you can be unique in your own you know style and stay true to that don't let somebody who, who who's in the industry try to mold you yeah that's that's the that's the best shit that we hear you know what i mean yeah. like right like 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 take Kendrick Lamar for example he he's very unique in his sound and in his style and his visuals yeah. you know what i'm saying it's, it's unmatched that's what makes him puts him at the top if you start sounding like somebody else or the next person or, or this guy or that guy then yeah it's like you're not you're no longer unique you know yeah. what i mean so yeah stay true to that if whatever it sounds like if it's if even if people say oh that's corny it just hasn't caught on yet you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying yeah. so Stay true. Um, on the flip side, I believe this too. Like, if if you're not willing to do some, you know, like again, spend your last dollar for it, mm-hmm. yeah. then just don't do it because you might just like the idea of it and not yeah. really want to put in the work for it. Because again, it sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and I think any person who's in it, yeah, knows it. It's it's like you got to constantly keep grinding and it's it's stressful but it's yeah. the reward is always there if you don't quit you know what i mean mm, hell yeah um so what are like well first of all first of all what businesses do you like run slash operate now so um i run the dispatching business mm. i do videography on the side mm. Um, I just started a company called Persistent Drive, which is going to be um, tours around the island. Um. So I'm getting into that. Um, you know what I mean? And um, so I'm getting the licensing and stuff like that. It's kind of stressful. But yeah. Um, and on the, I do security. I do security for nights and benefits. Mm. But other than that, yeah, those that's what I do right now. I run Persistent Drive, Loyalty One Dispatch. Um, and Levy Films is my videography business. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I do a lot of stuff on the side with that, too. So, yeah, again, that's just my three things that I kind of gravitated to to, mm-hmm. to make the money. You know what yeah. I mean? I've, uh, I've definitely, I did not, I didn't know, L-E-V-I. L-E-V-V-I, yeah. Oh, uh, I, I you, if you've seen a couple films, maybe I think I, think maybe I have. have. I haven't done it in a while, but yeah, yeah. I, I used to do a lot more. Yeah, I've worked with um, you know, a lot, a few artists out here. Yeah, definitely. Have you worked with Mecca? Yeah, I did some. Mecca. I think that's yeah, where yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's where I saw. Yeah, it. yeah, I did some Mecca films. Yeah, I'm actually working on one right now for her. Oh, um, word! And she's it's, it's you know she's she's a dope artist too because yeah. she's one of those rap artists who. It's very visual as well. Yep. So like you know, me and her going at it director style. That's, uh-huh. that's pretty deep. So yeah, yeah. Shout out to to Mecca, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she was she was one of the first artists who I worked out here worked with uh, okay. out here. Yeah, um, her and then Astro. Yeah, um, Astro. I did a lot of Astro stuff, man. <laughs> a lot of his stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out to him too, man. Shout out Astro. I know he in L.A. right now, <laughs> man. I'm gonna come fuck with you, man, for real. But uh, um. But yeah, man, it's uh I started out doing that just uh 
you know, even jumping in that industry was, uh, uh, I don't know if you know uh, Lord Jordan. He's kind of like, uh, he used to live out here, but he moved to Texas. I think, I think I've definitely heard yeah, the name yeah, yeah. thrown so around. I, he was, that's my dog. And uh, he, uh, I hit him up. I got a new lens and I was like, hey, let me, you know, let me shoot your, uh, your album release party or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let me just pull up and if you like it, cool. If you don't, cool. You know what I yeah. mean? And just put together a little clip. And I knew just by doing that, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, you can definitely, I knew I, I was going to get some kind of exposure. Like yeah. I was going to get a rapper or somebody was going, you know, some artist was going to you know, tap in with me and that's what happened from that point on. Yeah. It just was just like a seed. That's another thing too, man. Like, you know, like definitely don't be afraid to reach out like to, to people and do stuff for free. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. like you can get, I like the referral system. Like, Hey, let me, I'll shoot this for you. I'll do this for you for free, but you got to get me like three, yeah. three referrals that are, that I can work with. Yeah. And then, boom you know what i mean that's an exchange of currency right there so uh -huh. yeah don't be afraid to i tell i tell people all the time don't be afraid to to reach out to people and and you know uh, dm them or yeah. when you see them in person you know talk to them it doesn't matter man because those are opportunities you know what Thanks. i mean yeah all right uh gonna pause real here real quick switch the camera batteries out on p we'll get yeah. back into it back from our uh break back to the regular scheduled programming mm -hmm. all right man so um earlier when we were talking about deathbed regret what really matters to you in life yeah you mentioned the gap sort of between yeah. thinking and acting can you go into a bit like what, what does that actually mean you know yeah so so like when you have an idea or, you know, like a thought, maybe an idea to, you know, start a, a, a photography business mm -hmm. or a landscaping business or become a rapper, um, what, even a stripper, whatever. whatever yeah. you wanna, you wanna, if that, whatever your goal is, man, if you have an idea to take action on that immediately, like you have to execute immediately because the, you know, thoughts have energy. Mm -hmm. or, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and like, I feel like the longer you wait, the more, you know, the less potent it's going to be. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because there's so many factors that kind of kick in, like when you hesitate, right? Yeah. Um, you know, like I heard, I heard Nipsey Hussle talk about it one time. He said, uh, he said, he said, you have to have, you know, the right amount of escape velocity. So like like a rocket, you know, that's going up into oh, outer space. Yeah, like yeah. gravity is the number one factor that's holding it back, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of factors like we have to be going fast enough to break through that atmosphere, you uh -huh. know what I mean? Because yep. all everything is pushing that thing back. So what do they do? They build a rocket that yeah. you know and they use rocket fuel. And that, you know, the force has to be greater than the than the, you know, resisting factors. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like for us, that's like the voice in your head that tells you not to do it, the fear that you get, mm -hmm. um, the distractions like, you know, watching Netflix or yep. like, you know, yeah. scrolling on Instagram, whatever it is, man, um, those will slow you down 100%. So really just having that thought and executing immediately mm -hmm. is the fastest and surest 
way like you're you're vibrating the highest yeah i feel like that's how people get there every single time you know what i mean mm -hmm. they just go go so yeah don't hesitate man when you have an idea just start just do it just like step by step what's the next step that you have to do yeah. little by little by little yep. keep doing that until you have every and all the gears are working you know what i mean yeah um so a lot of like a lot of creatives have a business sense because I think they go hand in hand. Creativity, yeah. and entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, something like that. Um, and from the outside looking in, it's I don't. I, I sure as hell don't. And a lot of people I work with sure as hell don't have several businesses. Yeah, yeah. They start up and running are making making money on. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So could you like? go into a bit about the journey it's taken to get where you're at. But specifically, I want to know, like, and also for people out there who may be, like, at their lowest for real. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what it's taken, you know, where you've been at, where, like, your lowest, you know, everything that's culminated to now. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, the journey is, is you know, not having, like, starting off in the beginning and not having that steady paycheck, you know what I mean, of a job that comes every week or every two weeks. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's up to you. Cause you know, when you run your own business, that's all commission, you know, in a mm -hmm. sense, if you look at it like that, like you're not getting paid if you don't do the work, yeah. like yep. um, you can show up to your job and you're getting paid. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? You can hide in the bathroom or, or whatever, <laughs> not do your job, not do anything. And yeah, you'll get paid. Eventually you'll probably get fired, but yeah, either way you're getting paid for showing up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, you don't get paid for showing up. So there was a lot of times you know, when I was working and like, you know what I mean? In the red, you know what I'm mm, saying? Like struggling. Yeah. Um, but once I, um, once I kind of like, I figured out other ways to make money. You know what I mean? I think have multiple streams of income. You yeah. know what I mean? Focus on one business, you know, at, at, at once and build it up first, scale it before you start something else. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, like, I feel like, um, you know, if you're a hustler, you know what I mean? Like, like you're gonna figure out ways to make money, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and that's, and that's the key. So I just figured out multiple ways to kind of pay the bills, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I started getting good at that. Um, and once I got good at that, um, you know, then, you know, I started, now I started to be able to like, you know, pay for trips with my money, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. do this and do that. And it started to get easier, but like you have to keep that energy up at all times. Cause when you're working, if you slack off, that's when it, you'll feel the effects. Cause you yeah. can slack off at work, you know what I mean? And you're gonna get paid, but yeah. your business is tough. So yeah, it's, 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 it's tough at first, man. That's why I said like, you'll know, I feel like when, when people are there, they know they're either gonna, you know, say, okay, you know, I might as well keep going, you know what I mean? Like, I've gone too far to kind of turn back now, yeah. in a sense. But you'll know in the beginning, um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of us, including myself, you know, have started multiple things or even businesses and just completely jumped off of it, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, one little obstacle or road bump, and, you know, that was it. But yeah. you got to stay there, man. Like, um, um, when I just, when I first kind of got into trucking, like, I watched this video um, I think it's called like Truck and Hustle or something like that. It's like on YouTube. They have all these little videos. But one of the interviews was this dude who just 
like he talked about it was like it's like a two-hour uh, interview and he just an hour and 30 minutes is of, it's just what he went through hmm. it's probably the deepest most you know informative video i've ever seen because you see this dude get to the point to where he was like um he talks about how he was he was going to be he was becoming suicidal like yeah if this doesn't work i might as well kill myself yeah and staying in it just a little bit longer and then boom things started kind of like clicking so when i saw that i was just like yeah man everybody's going through this struggle you're gonna have to go through it you know what i mean no matter what there's no way to avoid it but it is better to do that and get the pain from that because you're going to get a reward from it than the pain of not doing it the regret yeah Hmm. do you um so in like the process to get where you're at now do you have those like regrets now of like things you wish you would have done nah i think i think i'm just glad that i i did it yeah you know what i mean yeah it's not it's not yeah i i feel like yeah there's things that i wish i would have done you know i wish i would like growing up i wish i would have took like football more serious you know what i mean and stayed in it um and i can't you know i can't go back and change that but that was that was an experience that happened to me when i was like okay like there's no rewind button, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like you, you gotta take that X, you gotta take that L, you know what I mean? And, and kind of live with it and uh, learn from it. Yep. And um, that's what I did. So now like, even if it's kind of like crazy and even risky, you know what I mean? Like, cause some businesses, like you can invest a lot and you know, it could mess up you and you can affect you, your family, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's important to, to you know, if, if, if it's not just you, to to know who you're affecting, you know what I mean? And, and, and think about that. Use that as your why. You know, I can't fail or people aren't going to eat, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. for the most part, yeah, just I think just stay with it a little bit longer. Mm. Always keep telling yourself that and then things start to get better. Like no matter what, I would say just stay with it as, as long as possible, man. Because again, man, if I can remember the dude's name, he went through a lot, like maxing out family members' credit cards um, Shit, and yeah. like, you know, um, having people trying to repo his, his trucks, yeah. trying to find him. And then this person repoing it and then him having to come up with the money to get it out. And then and then a, a truck blowing up, catching mm-hmm. on fire. Like, oh, can you imagine? Yeah. Right. But, you know, you hear the stories of all these people like, you know, what's a what's a what's a Harry Potter lady? Uh. Is it uh, J.K. Rowling? Rowling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, uh, they talk about how she got rejected from twelve different publishers, yeah, or something like that. And on the thirteenth uh-huh. one, boom, Harry Potter. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And look how fucking a billion dollar idea. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she, but people just, bro, they're out there. Uh, and um, yeah, I recommend um, just yeah, not and just learning, mm. learning. You know what I mean? Like never quitting and learning. Read books. These books, man, I tell you, man, I, like <laughs> there's so much information in them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like a lot of recommend, like, you know, Robert Greene and all his books on psychology and, you know, um, um, you know, all these books on being relentless and, and, yeah. and being persistent. Mm. It's all there. You hear the stories. They'll talk about stories of people who, who got rejected big time. You know what I mean? And, and what they did to kind of go through it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Huh. Hell yeah. What uh what are some of like 
Cause, cause I, I, I've been trying to get into reading more. You yeah, know? yeah. So like 2022, I think I read like two or three books. Okay. Um, cause it was like zero. Not, not even Audible. Um. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I try, I tried that. I, I just could, I just like couldn't stick with it. Um, what actually for a while, for a bit, what I was trying was I would have it play. Yeah. While I read along with it, because it was really the okay. only way I could stay focused. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just recently, I started reading financial books. You know, because I was okay. just like, I, I you yeah. know, like the money. That, you know? Yeah. How get, to make the money? Yeah, right? yeah, the, yeah. Like in the military, it's kind of cushy because yeah. that you got the money coming in regardless. You know. Um, yeah. So it's like, all right, well, if I get out here in a couple of years, like that is going to be cut off at the neck. Yeah. What the fuck am I going to do? You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was like that. And I like those. I didn't, I didn't need to listen to a thing for those, but like, I don't know, man, I guess like, do you have like some recommendations Some recommendations or like, what are some of the best ones or like best like lessons you've been taught from books? Um, so I, I got a picture here of all the book, a couple of my books. Um, yeah. Um, like you said, financial. So of course, rich dad, poor dad. Is, that was what I read. Is, yep. is is like the first, the start of it, right? Yep. That's a that's the tip of the iceberg, right there. Um, let's see here. Um, Relentless by Tim Grover. So Tim Grover was um, he was a uh, Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan's uh, personal trainer, or like fit, like yeah, he was like a, I don't know if he was like a, a strength coach or what, but right he. Down. He was more like a, 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 a like a drive coach. Like he just yeah. he got the beast out of them, or how yeah. how to make them tougher. You know what I mean? So that's a recommended read. Uh, Relentless. Um, Relentless. And then understanding um, again, like uh, Robert Greene books. I feel like a big part too, especially as an artist or anybody who's getting into business is having good people skills, you know, and not yeah. you learning how to not let your emotions get the best of you and shit. So yeah. that's why I recommend um, uh, The Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene. Hmm. Um, and then of course they got the 48 Laws of Power, you know, that's, hmm. a, that's a popular one, but those ones break down like psychology and how people think, cause you're yeah. gonna deal with people, you're gonna deal with people who are gonna try to get you, you know, who are gonna try to, one up on you who are going to hate on you um huh. who are narcissistic yeah. you know what i mean you're gonna and it tells you how to deal with those people so you can maneuver through life playing chess in a sense yeah. you know what i mean huh. interesting i don't think i've ever read robert green yeah oh man get it oh, it's like the laws of human nature is like the psychology bible you know what i mean yeah. it breaks down like psh, everything about how the mind works because really like I mean, we're we're mammals, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, like we're, we're we're primitive in yep. a sense. There's a lot of that operate the subconscious, all that we're operating off of like certain instincts that we don't even yeah. know sometimes. Uh, yeah. So even getting mad at somebody like it's a a, a, a a like a pride or ego trigger, and immediately, boom, you see black, right? Yeah. And nah, bro. Like it teaches you how to uh how to control that, how to channel huh. that how to use that to your advantage. It's yeah. deep, bro. It's deep as shit. That's, that's a big part of like marketing. Yeah. Um, and is humans act, humans are super predictable, well, especially yeah. when yeah. sociology, yeah. sociology versus psychology. Sociology is like yeah. how a group of people act. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. is yeah. crazy when it comes yeah. to marketing, when it comes to everything. Yeah. It's crazy how like I never, cause 
one of the books I read was, uh, what was it? It was, it was really about that. It was about like sociology and it was about how cultural and geographical and historical like, uh, conditions affect who we are now as far back as like what our ancestors did as an occupation, how they survived, what the geography was like, what our language is like. Everything. Everything. Religion, right? Like what they talk about Uh social hereditary, which is like, you know, like, like your, like your parents can pass down their religion, project their religions on you and you don't have a choice. Like either you're, you're with it or you're rebellious or you're, you know, the the black sheep, whatever. But yeah, it's deep, man. It, it's 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 really how we function, and it's everything. And yeah, it took a lot for me to learn that too, because like when you when you're young, like I'm older now, I'm in my 30s now. So like, mm-hmm. like when you're young, it's super prideful and egotistical. Like my 20s, yeah. like I was ready to pop off. Like I was mm-hmm. with it, you know what I mean? And it was just kind of just like you don't even think. I wasn't even thinking. You know what I'm saying? And huh. like, I think people just get lucky. You know, because you could be in the wrong, like, especially going up in L.A., you can be in the wrong place in the wrong time. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Especially if wrong that pride person. takes you. Yeah, the wrong exactly. place at the wrong time, you get killed. And that's how you have, like, you have, like, two niggas, like, they'll be, it just be, like, especially if they're ready to, if they don't care and they're not thinking, yeah. they're going to take it all the way to the end. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean? It, it's yeah. Somebody's going to somebody's gonna die or get hurt Yeah, real when that bad. pride like, is, like, being able to kill somebody, if you're in the yeah. wrong place or the wrong time. Yeah. Yeah, and then they regret it. Mm-hmm. So like, right? They, they 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 a lot of them regret it because they weren't even that wasn't even them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like, just controlling that, bro, is is key, man. And and, and just learning how to not get emotional and don't burn bridges. Um, yeah. And then you know, there's there's a lot of in a sense, there's like it does talk a lot about like good manipulation, like using. Mm-hmm. I think we all operate off of like political viewpoints where we do want to make sure we're good first. You know, we don't want to like put ourselves in danger. We're, we're looking out, we're always looking out for ourselves too. So yeah, use everybody that to the advantage, huh? like, you know what I mean? Yeah, use that to the advantage, look out for us, take care of yourself, make sure the other person is eating too. And you know, that, that, that for that most part, like you'll lift others around you, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a big part of when I think about my content creation with these, with, Everything I try to curate it so that like because ultimately I feel like humans are like naturally selfish yeah. and and it's not yeah, it's yeah. not necessarily even like in it selfish in the in the way like a bad way that people think but like that survival instinct yeah you know? so I try yeah. to I try to curate like what I make to where people can use it selfishly you know to where it's like like yeah. this is my creation okay yeah. now i want to give it out to the people watching i want yeah. like i want to give it to you you can make it your own you can use it selfishly and i not in a negative way but like you can use it your own so that okay now you feel better for having consumed my media and stuff like that you 100%. know because like at the end of the yeah. day if something doesn't offer value to like your life realistically unless yeah. there's realistically like people aren't aren't gonna do it you know yeah or why even yeah like why are you even entertaining it and, mm-hmm. like if it doesn't add value to your life like yeah. yeah you should be avoiding it but like like you said man this is all i mean that's what i said and and i appreciate what you do to be honest too because there needs to be stuff like that there needs to be conversations like this people need to uh, um you know and again everybody's saying the same thing, but people just pick up different messages. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and 
me and you are, are, are like that's two different people yeah that's two sets of perspectives that people yep. are going to be able to pick up on you know what i mean and maybe it can help them you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying and a lot of times uh from what i've seen it's not even yeah it, like you said yeah. people are giving the same message what, what i've seen it vary is it's so interesting seeing how so many of the different people who are from such different environments have all will like agree on pretty much everything but people yeah. it's it's what people choose to express is what they have most deeply yeah. taken yeah. taken in and learned, you know? Yeah. And it might be this somebody else. They won't even disagree, you know? They yeah. might, you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's always there's always yeah, yeah. But it's it's just so interesting seeing how people like are raised. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The environments. Yeah. It and your environment is everything, right? Because yep. that's uh -huh. what shapes people, man. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like I grew up, my mom's from Kingston, Jamaica, my dad's from Brooklyn, New York. And I mean, we, we grew up in Long Beach, you know yep. what I mean? So it's just like, I have a little bit of all of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I got the West Coast, you know, everything I learned from the West Coast, but then my dad, he was real East Coast, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Grew yeah. up in the, uh, you know, grew up in the seven, you know, the heroin era, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And, and, and the crack era. And my mom's, you know, from, from Jamaica, yeah. she, she's my, to be honest, she's my true inspiration because yeah. She came from real poor and, you know, came over here and, yeah. and, and, you know, now she makes she makes good money. She does really. So she was always motivating me when I was younger, too. So I feel like I got a lot of that um, mm. that that drive from her. Hell you know what yeah. I'm saying? For mm -hmm. sure. But yeah, everybody's a product of their environment for sure. Yeah. yeah. So this is something I think about all the time. And I don't know, man, I just pond. I just like ponder. I just yeah. think about it. How can somebody, everybody's a product of their environment. How can somebody break out of that? You know, somebody who's got a dream that their environment, how they grew up, maybe where they're at now, isn't conducive to that. You know, yeah. how can somebody break out of that and go against what their environment has shaped them to be? Because statistically, people aren't going to do that. You know, it's yeah. very rare. 100%. How can someone be that rare? You know, what would you say? Man, I'll say this, man. I think... I think people look, I'm gonna say this to people because I think people need to stop trying to be so cool and like dabble in the shit that that niggas think is corny. You know what I'm saying? Reading books, you know what I mean? Like starting a business, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like when I was I remember where I grew up, if you have if that mindset of being reading books and wanting to start businesses and being an entrepreneur that's not allowed where I grew up, you know, and people hate on that for real. So like you have to get out of that mindset and the best thing to do is to just move, you know what I mean? And to like live in another environment so you can see, because if you don't ever leave your environment, you're never going to be exposed to something else. And I feel like, like, I feel like that's what it is. You have to move. You can always go back and you, it, it, it can be temporary, but just experience a different environment, a different area, and it'll change your mind, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I feel like that's the number one thing. Like, people need to stop, you know, worrying about, like, like I get it. I mean, you can grow up in areas where, you know, like gang violence is, is generation after generation, and they grow yeah. up into that. But I feel like it's just if you find out if you leave if you find something if you just travel and you go to a different area you will be exposed to some different shit and like 
that's what changes your mind. It's like, yeah. what are they? It's like uh, linguistics, right? Or like language, mm-hmm. the study of yeah. language. When you learn another language, it's changing the way, like, like you know, you know, English is our primary language. If you learn Japanese, they have like what syllables, right? Or, yeah. or symbols. And it's changing the way you think. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like in Spanish, it's like, it's like backwards English in a sense, yeah. right? But it's changing the way you think. And that, that grows the mind and, and that's what is important is just seeing something different. You have to just be yeah. exposed to something it different. It broadens the I horizon. One hundred percent. Sort of yeah. makes it makes it seem like, okay, oh, the world isn't just this box. You yeah, know, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I I was I'll say just get out of yeah. Get out of your um get it out get out of that mindset. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, where, where I'm from it's a nigga mindset and and it's survival and I get it, but at the same time it's like it's 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 i feel like it's it's too easy mm. like well, why wouldn't you want to challenge you mm. challenge yourself with like like you know retiring your parents or you know what i mean or, or buying a wealth. house your generational wealth that's because it's, it's real easy to kind of like you you gonna get uh you gonna get recruited like the high school i went to they was recruiting people you know what i'm saying so they was recruiting you so you could you could join a gang easy mm easy it's like and once you do that you start putting in work you can get access to whatever you need you know what i mean like and you you start to go down that path and and it's easy but what's hard is to actually start a business to take care of your kids and your grandkids and and, and you know what i mean and to do stuff like that that to me is real nigga shit you know what i mean Mm. that's jumping out into into the unknown it's like you don't know you know there's no guarantee yeah that's crazy because you really got to give up you got to give up like certain guarantees you know yeah. if you give up if yeah. you give up the the usual what everybody else is doing you know yeah. because there's benefits to that you know yeah. that's what you want like yeah good you know there's yeah. benefits to that man if you if like that jump though if you got that drive in you like I said earlier that shit's a gift but that shit is also is a curse a you know let me ask you this i got a question for you uh-huh. do you think we all are born with it Ooh. <laughs> that's that's the big question right there. That's the question. <laughs> so, man, or is it some people got it and some people don't? Because I I ask myself that and I can't find the answer. I don't know what it is. Uh-huh. It's hard for me to see that because I see people who you can like you can look at them like nah that person don't got it. That person yeah. that person don't got it. But then you never know. Like that person can blow up when in his forties or fifties yep. yeah. or something. I don't know, but. Um, really, man, ah, oh, fuck. I have to say that it is environment because even so, so I got four siblings mm-hmm. and even so like, um, the years apart we are, we did not ha- we do not have the same family. All of us, you know, yeah. we, uh, all, all of us, same mother, same father. Um, but my older sister, she was an only child for how many years? Then for how many years did she only have a sister? Then for how many years did she only have a sister and a brother, you know? Whereas yeah. my little sister, she's I'm second youngest. Okay. My little sister, she from first of her life, all she's known is being is having four others above her, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. so everybody experiences it differently, you know? Yeah. Even in even in a family like that, you know, everyone's different. Yeah. 
and I really don't know because like my family is super super religious. Now I'm not yeah. I'm not very I'm not really religious. Um, well, Christianity. Yep. Okay. Okay. And so I, I'm like like you mentioned earlier like I'm really the black sheep in that. Yeah, sense yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not even just it's not even just my family. It's grandparents for however long all family you know. Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. and then like man so I don't know it's. I gotta say, but what about the what about the people who grow up in the worst environments mm. and like get out? You know what I mean? Like like even in like Africa, like yeah. where the you know like you hear about you know these Afri- Africans like just yeah. inventing stuff with trash, yeah, and the ideas of a billion dollar idea. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I gotta think that it is internal drive for whatever yeah. reason. Whether somebody has a dream and somebody has the self-confidence and courage to chase after whatever their dream is. Dream for whatever reason, you know? Maybe when they were a kid, they saw they saw an ad, they saw a movie, or some yeah. dude did some crazy shit, and as a kid, that really impacted him as a kid, you know? And then come 15 years mm. later, that person's like, yeah. you know, how crazy would it be if I went to the damn moon? And then they're saying, okay, well, that really goes into engineering. So let me learn about this engineering. Oh, you know, I'm actually in my daily life. Yeah. I come across this thing yeah. that could be probably engineered better. Yeah. And then, you know, it's, and it's stupid, you know, where somebody in somebody somewhere really poor, you know, they could yeah. be, people might be asking the question, why are you doing this? You know, we need money. Yeah. 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 But you know, having yeah. the, having the courage where even if it does fail, you know, I got a dream and I want to chase it, you know, yeah. and I got to, but I don't know. Even that's oversimplified. You think, I feel you like. think it's like just a combination of like parenting, environment, um, and I guess you can say genetic makeup. You know what I mean, or something like that. But yeah, um, even even oh, what was the what was the yeah, book had, I read? Um, it was that even talked about it. I think I think a lot of how we act is out of our control from the moment we're born. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You'll pick up those traits, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that uh, it's a tough question, man. I don't know. What do you think about it? Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't. It's it's tough, man. I think I, I think it can be a combination. Because, again, for me, like, you know, I grew up without a father. Mm. You know what I mean? So my dad wasn't around. Um, it was just me and my sister and my mom for, like, the early years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she was just running around you know, working three jobs, trying to make ends meet. And like, uh, I never, my dad was, I would see him every now and then, but like my mom is what I was, I guess, what I, what I, who I was raised by. And then yeah. whatever I saw on TV, what was happening kind of influenced me, you know what I mean? So yeah. I watched a lot of movies and then I've always been kind of like drawn to greatness though, you know, yeah. As just because I think for me personally, like I grew up, you know, seeing the end of Jordan and seeing Kobe mm. Bryant, you know what I'm saying, and 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 hearing about Walter Payton and and hearing about um, um, Muhammad Ali mm. and just seeing that and like, ooh, that's yeah, that's greatness, you know what yeah. I mean? So that came from I don't know TV, but like for me, like I could have been anything, you know mm. what I'm saying? I yeah. could have like, you know, you're exposed to everything and and, and like major cities you yeah. know like new york you know florida or, or like california like yeah you can be anything you can grow up because you're exposed to pretty much everything so yep. i think my mom just instilled a couple core values that yeah i just live by that's you know what i mean and that, yeah. and that helped me steer on the other end you know what i mean yeah <coughs> um, mm-hmm. 
yeah, like in the Midwest, like uh, like I grew up like outside of a small town, and then like when I was twelve or thirteen, moved to Columbus. But like that it was like Midwest. One of the one of the things is just like hard work, you know. Um, we weren't farmers, but like there's a lot of farmers out there. So like there's a really big mentality on just hard work, you know, grinding. Um, and uh, that is definitely like giving me a huge role. And then just my parents, they uh. They taught me, you know, similar thing of, like, yeah. they taught me just, like, those core values, which yeah. is, like, you know, super grateful for, yeah. like. Yeah, it's just, like, those little things that just, like, they bloom, you know what yep. I mean, into, like, something bigger. But, yeah, I just remember, like, my mom. My mom said one thing. She used to say all the time, like, she used to say, don't get no girl pregnant. She used to always tell me that. And then uh, unless you really love her and want to mm -hmm. be with her, like, yeah. she just kept saying that. So, you know what I mean? So that was something that stuck. And then she said, um... If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Mm. So you should always say that. So just basically have a plan. And I think that's what helps me too, especially like, you know, starting something. Yeah. Like try to get, you know, detailed about it. Because I'm very like, I try to like, mm -hmm. I write stuff out, write a whole yeah. business plan and, and then have ideas, add scenarios. If this happens, yep. I'm going to do this to make up for it. Like being detailed and, and planning out is something that I do. And it, it came from that one message. Now I, I can say, yeah, there's a lot of things that I didn't do and all I had to do is plan. And you know, I, I fucked it up or something like that. You know what I mean? But, but for the most part, like I just, that replays in my head and, yeah. and that, that is probably what makes me who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh man, shit! Thank you so much for your time. No today. worries, man. I, I appreciate so you. So glad bro. we're able to sit down and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the last thing I always ask, uh, the last question, is if you had like one thing to leave our audience with, one message or anything that you know is important to you that you want to share with them uh, before we head out, what would you let them know? Damn, that's a good one, man. Mm, yeah. We talked about so much. Yeah. Uh, I would say, I would say to kind of tie it back into what I said, like I would say, just don't give up, man. Mm. Like mm. if you stop, like you're gonna lose all that momentum and the importance is to have momentum, you know what I'm saying? Like start something and then just keep keep building it brick by brick by brick, you know what I mean? And that's going to build the momentum. And once you build the momentum, again, you don't want to stop because once you stop, I guarantee it's going to stop you dead in your tracks. So just keep going no matter how hard it gets. Um, there's always a way, man. You just have to believe it, man, because if you, if, you, if you stay with it long enough, you're going to find a solution. You just have to stay with it. You know what I mean? So don't give up. Hmm. Shit, man. Um, thank you for your time today. Yeah, so for everybody watching, his links are going to be in the description. Yeah. Go give him a follow. Support him. You know, see what, see what he's doing, everything. Um, check him out. Could you... And you can grab your phone out if you need to. Yeah, Could yeah. you say your socials out loud, like your handles and everything, so people who uh, may be, like, driving right now or anything could get them? Uh, like links and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, like usernames on yeah, social yeah. media. Yeah, so um, you can follow me, uh, Persistent Drive. So that's uh, exactly how it's spelled. 
Um, that's where all my business is. Um, I do fitness and stuff like that, and it's under construction. But you can find me under there if you guys want to get a hold of me. Um, that's probably the best way to contact me. On uh, which platforms? Uh, Instagram. Mm. Instagram. Instagram is the best way to contact you? Instagram is the best way to contact me. Um, you can email me to um, PersistentDriveTours at gmail.com um, or uh, LevyFilms at gmail.com. If you guys How do you spell that one? So that's L-E-V-V-I Films at gmail.com. Mm, and then what's and then Levi Films on Instagram? Uh no no so just just uh persistent drive yeah oh. persistent drive is oh. where is oh. where I kind of have you know I had like a lot of you know like uh I kind of like you know took off all the videos that I did because I'm kind of like you know leaning to more towards something else but like mm, best yeah. business for videography for uh tours or I mean shit even just doing business yeah, yeah. hit me up on persistent drive yeah. yeah. Well, sweet. I appreciate your time today, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank Thanks you, for man. Sitting down appreciate you, with man. Me and everything. All really right, glad man. we're able to. Uh, our listeners, viewers, thank you so much for your uh, support. Your watching, you know, it means more than you can imagine. If you liked it, uh, you could leave a like. You could follow the channel. You can, you know, all. Doesn't even matter though. Your support. You're watching it, and I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, Love y'all. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Stay safe. Drink water. Exercise. Get out in the sun. Do what you love. Peace. Yeet. That's it, bro. Sweet. That was beautiful, yeah. man. Thank you, bro. Yeah, I'm really glad we're able to do that. Oh, man. It's nerve-wracking as hell, bro.